everyone. My name is Mary Smith. I am with Educational Leadership Consultants. You are listening to an Educator's Legacy podcast with me, Mary Smith, your your host for this amazing episode featuring two amazing people that, y'all, I am like super excited to bring to you because this is going to be like epic. My (laughs) first guest, it's a husband-wife team, and it is Weston and Molly Kishnick. Did I say that correctly? You did. Well done. Nailed it. Good. Thank you. All right. So here's a little bit of background in case you've been living under a rock and you don't know who they are. Uh, Weston is the associate partner for International Center for Leadership and Education. Um, He is award-winning educator from the Bermuda Public Schools as the most influential educator three of six years. He's the best-selling author of Bold School, which is a book on blended learning, which is extremely timely right now. He's an educational speaker and a podcast host of Teaching Keating with his better half. Her name is Molly. (laughs) And Molly is an educator Mm -hmm. as well. So I am fortunate enough to have both of them. Now, here's Molly's background. Molly spent nine years as a middle, middle school teacher in East L.A. And from what I understand, that like she should have gotten hazard pay. Yeah. She was also um, on staff at LAUSC. She's worked at a private international baccalaureate school in Denver. She is a speaker on instructional strategies and positive culture. And she is the co-author of their next book, their work they've worked on together called Breaking Bold which is, you can pre-order on Amazon, guys. It's called Breaking Bold. It's 12 Habits of the World's Most Effective Teachers. And I'm sure that they will both clue you in on a little bit more on that one. But it sounds really intriguing. And it is already available for pre-order on Amazon if you would like to go and get it. So, Molly and yes. Weston, thank you for joining <laughs> us. We appreciate it. Thanks for it. having us. Oh my gosh, Mary, thank you for having us. I need to let you know, you use the words amazing and epic in our introduction, and now I feel a lot of pre- uh, pressure to perform. <laughs> well, High good. expectations, Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing yeah. to underperform here. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you've listened to um, Teaching Keating, which I have, several, I've listened to, I think, almost every episode. Y'all, that is super entertaining. So if you don't, if you're not familiar with Teaching Keating, the podcast, download Teaching Keating. They do this movie thing. They, I can swear you guys must just watch a million movies. <laughs> you, would, you would think so. It sounds like that, depending on how much we do it. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. It's, I don't know if that's alarming or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's really cool is the way you pull um, out the characters and relate it to education. Thank you. I mean, who thinks of that? I would have never well, thought of that. Mary, it's it, realistically, we're just selfish. And by we, <laughs> and by we, I mean, I probably mean me. Um, like I, I, like we're just trying to create the podcast that we want to listen to. And sometimes like, not sometimes we always want to talk about education, but sometimes like we take our job seriously, but we don't take ourselves too seriously. And we just thought like using movie or movies or pop culture was sort of a lighter way to enter into some heavier conversations around education and parenting and kids in a way that was uh, still fun, but at the same time useful for anyone who might be listening. So that was really the the genesis for why that exists. The opposite of serious is what we really were going for. 
and it and you've and you've achieved it it is so entertaining <laughs> i, I appreciate it thank you it really is entertaining i thoroughly enjoyed it so what, glad say, well huh, y'all do a great job with it so guys if you're not out if you don't know about teaching keating go download it and start listening to it you will really enjoy it okay so molly i want to start with you because okay you chose to teach in east l.a I did. I yeah. Mean, come on. What cho- I, why did you choose to become an educator? Sure. And then why did you choose there? Sure. Well, it's, it's interesting that you asked me that because we kind of go into it just a smidge in the book. But uh, really, my dad was a teacher um, and I fought it for a long time. I didn't you know, I wanted to do something like a little bit more artistic or was drawn to the arts a little bit more. And I just kept coming back to teaching. I would I would work summer camps. I coached a lot. Um, and it just really was where my heart was. And it took me a long time to sort of find that. Um, so I had a different path. I substitute taught for a long time, long-term substitute taught just to see, cause I wanted to be in the classroom after I graduated from college, just to sort of see how I felt about it. Um, and if I wanted to continue to pursue it and then that was sort of my avenue into, um, the international baccalaureate school and then, and then ultimately into LA unified and then back into the international baccalaureate school, I kind of hopped around a little bit, but I just really, um, I love kids. I love kids. I love their honesty. I love how hilarious they are. I love that you, they just kind of see right through you (laughs) as an adult. And so you really have to sort of know who you are um, and where you stand about things. Um, but I love their curiosity. I wish actually more adults were kids <laughs> or acted like kids, if that makes sense. I just, I really enjoy them. I love, I love the clarity they have about life. And I just found myself learning um, so much um, from them. And then also wanting to, it was drawn to that in terms of like wanting um, to learn more myself as an educator and just sort of grow in a company um, you know, that have that journey with them. And so that's really sort of what led me to the classroom and then hopped into LA unified, um, when Weston and I were out there and then we got married and then started having babies and then came back to Colorado and taught here for a while. Um, and now I just dabble here and there Yeah, (laughs) because it's busy, busy, busy life. Right. It is busy. Yeah. And you know, I, that's one of the things I appreciated too, is that I like kids sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and I like their honesty too. Now yes. I have to tell you, I spent last week with my grandbabies and they are three <laughs> and five. Yes. And my, I that was a good time. Yes. And my three-year-old granddaughter, um, had me hold up my arm and then she said, uh, Mogi, you have squishy arms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Out of the oh. mouths of babes. Right. <laughs> and so yes. for the entire trip. I mean, for the rest of the time, she would have me hold up my arm and go, squishy arm, squishy arm. And she would squish it and was like, okay, (laughs) maybe I need to do something about the squishy arm. (laughs) Mary, 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 can I ask you a question? Yes. Did you find education? So Molly, Molly went into education probably in the same way that she went into her marriage with me, which is reluctantly. (laughs) Right? Uh Eyes wide open, Mary. Eyes wide open. I'm I'm curious I'm curious if if it was the same for you. Were you a reluctant participant? Were you sort of voluntold into education, or, or were you about it from day one? No, I was not about it. You know why I went into yeah. education? Why Tell I me. wanted summers and weekends off. Okay, uh, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate isn't, that honesty. Isn't that super but I think, super stupid on my but I, part? But I think that's <laughs> but I think that's well, first of all that's really honest. Yes. But I think that's so funny and so interesting because. 
I went into education again, the way I go into most things, which is really exuberantly and aggressively. And you've got two ends of the spectrum there. Like you've got, you know, folks like yourself and Molly who go in maybe a little bit reluctantly or for the wrong reasons. People like me who are just like, yes, like this is a calling for me. But at the same time, we can both look kind of in the rear view at our careers and say like, oh, this is a thing I'm so passionate about. I'm so excited. Like, I love I love the unifying elements of that that education potentially has mm-hmm. where it doesn't matter how you find your way in mm-hmm. if you really love the kids you'll find your passion for it yeah. along the way. Well, yeah. and you know what's really funny is I went to my I, okay so I have to tell you in high school I struggled a little bit. Okay. Yeah. I I was a I got suspended more than once i did set the school on fire several <gasps> times Look oh mary I, was, oh, I like you so much uh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i got caught smoking at school several times and i skipped i missed 80 days of my high school senior okay. year because yeah. it was just boring yeah and so um i didn't do really well and i mean i i did i made pretty good grades but i had straight using conduct so they were perfectly good with me not being there because my behavior was so bad oh you were totally that kid you were that kid who when they don't show up the teachers the teachers were excited mary's not here it's gonna be a great day that's exactly right and so when i went to my high school reunion my 30 year high school reunion and um a, a couple of people said well so what are you doing and i said well actually i'm a teacher and they went what they what, pass out. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And they, they said, you're a teacher. And I said, yeah. And they said, I said, why? And they said, well, to be perfectly honest, we heard you were dead. Number one. Oh my goodness. What? And number what? two, um, you teach. And I went, uh, yeah. And I'm actually really good at it too. I mean, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing like what you thought in high school. I've kind of gotten my act together and become decent at it and and i kind of know what i'm doing so thank yeah. god we aren't all who are supposed to be at 18 right yeah thank so god for true. little mercies uh, <laughs> yes yes yeah and if i didn't take the long hard road i just didn't bother to take a road you know i just kind of yeah. slid underneath the mud and laid there yeah so you know it's it is what it is and you know the reason that i joined was to get summers and weekends off because i wanted yeah. to spend time with my kids Sure. Little did I realize there's no such thing as summer. No such thing. No such thing. All lies. All lies. They tell you to hook you. You know, Mary, (laughs) I think, I think people underestimate how common a story like that is. Right. So like, uh, so there's a educator I'm connected with uh, Tom loud down in uh, Twitter or down in Twitter, down in Tennessee, we connected on Twitter and he said much the same thing about his experience as a student. And he said he became a teacher because he was like, I wanted to be the teacher that I feel like I didn't have. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, good for you, man. I think that's a lot of folks, you know, for whatever reason, they feel like maybe somebody missed seeing them or it just for whatever reason didn't didn't click in high school and need a little bit more time. Or it just takes us a while to find, you know, your passion. You know, I think to Weston's point, like education found me. It sounds like it found you as well, Mary. And Weston 
found education and yeah. has not looked back. Yeah. Um, and whatever road that we use to get there, I think it's worth it to your previous point for all of us. Um, I don't love it any less because of my avenue and the way that I got there. I'm actually, I think I'm more appreciative of it. And I think that, you know, you don't value anything you don't work really hard for. And I had to work really hard <laughs> and still am right. at all things I care about, you know, whether it's my marriage or my children and definitely my career and my passion and education. Um, and that's part of the reason I love those kids. They make you work for it. Um, and I like that. I like that. Yeah. And, you know, I can appreciate that um, he he went in to try and become a better teacher because I don't feel like I had, I mean, I knew my teachers did not like me. One of my teachers actually told my best friend that she needed to stay away from me. She went up to my best friend and said, you know, that Mary McQuaid girl, you need to stay away from her. She's going to lead you down the wrong road. Oh, Ouch. I know. Right. And then I had a, this English teacher that I would literally write a paper. It, I had her first period, so I would write the paper. I handed the paper to my best friend at second period. She rewrote the exact same paper and handed it in for third period, and I would get a D, and she would get an A. And it was <gasps> oh, the exact unbelievable. same paper, same teacher. And it was like, are you kidding me? That's how come I hated school. It was sure. Like, uh, Sure. Really? This is what it's going to boil down to? It's based right. on who, how well they like you? Sure. Oh, well, we I all can make hope your it's life not miserable. that specific. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's awful. Yeah, that's not, that's disheartening okay. here. What, so, Mary, we are the worst, we are the worst podcast guests ever. <laughs> I, I know, I, yeah, I know you've got like a list of questions there in front of you and all I want to do is talk to you and ask you questions. Okay, ask uh, me. Yeah, let me, let me ask you one, let me ask you one more question then I, I promise we'll stop derailing your podcast. Uh, that, you know, honestly, I blame you though. This is what you get when you ask two people who also host a podcast to be on your podcast. Um, what, like what advice, what would, what advice would you give 15 year old you? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't want that to be a cliche question, but like, if you think about like what you needed, what advice you needed, like what advice would you go back and give yourself? You mean as a teacher or just as a person? No, just the, the, as a person, like going back and giving the, the, kid version of yourself some advice that you wish you would have gotten i you know what the biggest piece of advice is i wish i would have understood is that if you write a stinking book there's money there (laughs) (laughs) that's really what i wish i mean i realized that like a year ago when i wrote my first book it's like wait i write this one time and then i make money on it for as long as it's there oh that's outstanding nobody told me that in high school yeah, because that's not that's not what you're trained to believe about sure. writing in high school. They, no, you, it's you, not. No, you write a paper. It's for your teacher. You get it back and then it disappears forever. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. And I thought yeah. if somebody would have told me that in high school, I really would have paid a little bit better of attention in my language arts classes. Sure. I kind of would have known that I could have made money writing. You write a book. And you make money. It doesn't matter if it's a publisher. It doesn't matter if you self-publish. It doesn't matter if you do that, that whatever it is, uh, what's it called? Blended thing, you know, yeah. where you, you sort of do your own publishing. It doesn't matter. You're still making money. You do it one time and it's there forever. Yeah. I, How come I, nobody tells that? Right. That's a good question. It is a good I, question. I suppose because people, you know, you want an actual audience to read the book too. Well, <laughs> That's the one caveat, you know, I mean, I, people, you know. I, I also think people look at authorship 
as it's this sort of like unattainable sure. thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and to people's credit, like it used to be, you used to have to know like a sure. big publisher, a publishing house or something like that to get a book published. But now, you know, I think, I do think that's really good advice it because is. people ask Molly and I that all the mm-hmm. time, especially now that our second book is coming out. Like they're like, Oh man, I know people who have written a book. And my response is always like, you could go write a book yeah, tomorrow put it out there. if you want to mm-hmm. right. and put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's so, it's not that hard. Much I mean, more accessible not... than previous, been pre- in Mar- previous times in history. Mary, yeah. I'll, Mary, I'll push back on that a little bit. Uh, I'm not you. It's hard for me. <laughs> it's hard I... for me too. Yeah. <laughs> However, I will yeah. tell you this. I sit down to write and then I get a brain freeze and I can't yeah. do anything. I just sit there for like, yeah. I have sat literally sat for hours on end trying to think Mm -hmm. of something worthy to write however it's one of those things like molly just said anything that's worth doing is worth i mean you got to work hard for it yeah you do you really do mine mine always come in the middle of the night when i'm not doing anything productive or when i actually need to be sleeping or doing something else that would help me later on in life right that's where everything good comes and i have to like I've learned to sort of like have a method to sort of shut it off because it is really tricky. Otherwise, you know, I'll just spin, 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 spin. And then I will have that exact same moment the next day where I'll sit and try to recall anything and it doesn't come for hours. It is difficult though. Yeah. It I is. mean, you really like stringing things together and, you know, ideas with purpose. I think, you know, that was at least our intention with the book is like, well, I will, I'll write it if it's, if it's good, if it's ideas that are going to be helpful for people, if it's just me grandstanding or sort of like, yes. a, you know, educational narrative that I want to propagate or put out there. Like, I'm not really interested. Like there's a million of those out there. They can go read somebody else's book. You know, I want, I want to be helpful. Cause again, like the intrinsic teacher part of me at the end of the day is like, is this going to be useful for people? Great. If it's not, <laughs> let's not write it. If it is, and it's going to be worth it, then, then let's do it. You know, because it is hard and it is a lot of it's time consuming. Um, and I'm married to a person that I wrote a book with. So I would like to still be. Wouldn't, with, wouldn't I know. recommend <laughs> that, Mary. Just for... We're still married. Newsflash. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Yeah. That's good. It is. It's a gift. Um, yeah. You know, I'll take it. It's good. That we have, about halfway through, we were like, eh, not really. Yeah, um, I mean, it's hard. Yeah, it is hard. Yeah, because I'm in the middle of writing another one now on, and we're calling it Truth. I'm writing it actually with my pastor. Oh, and great. It's on, it's 10 responsibilities um, for taking control of your own life. Oh, and I love that. Because people have to understand that their life is what they make it. It's not what happens to you. It's, yep. you get to choose your life. And so- you do. It's writing with that intention. And I'll tell you, it's a struggle. It is. Yeah. You know, it is a struggle. It's taking us a solid year to get it done. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and even, even that in, in terms of writing a book is, I mean, a year is not a long time. No, it's not. Especially when you're talking about writing. That's true. Although I have to tell you, we pushed out Thrive from October and we had it published in February wow yeah did you do a lot of like legwork on the front end though in terms of like what you wanted to say and no we we got five authors and everybody had to write two chapters okay (laughs) that works great too (laughs) also great methodology yeah (laughs) right yeah that's that's the easiest way 
Yeah. And I, I, I did. I talked to uh, Jenny Severson, one of your co-authors of that book, who, P.S., Molly has known since she was 20. I've known Jenny Mary. Severson since I was 20 years old. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. How mm-hmm. lucky for you. I love She's Jenny, fabulous. Man. Yeah. she The educational company that Weston and I worked for and met, that's a little side note, we met through this educational company. Jenny Severson was my first lead facilitator. Uh, Is that um, right? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I was 20 years old. Yep. Wow. My first summer camp ever. She's fabulous. Yeah. And what a great start off. What a great lead in into that beautiful world but, of ours. But all of that to say, yeah. she, she credits you with being able to turn out that book as quickly as you did for being such a taskmaster. Well, I love am. it. I'm kind yeah. of a slave driver, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I set goals and I set deadlines and it's like, okay, we're going to make it happen. People. Otherwise your next book should be goal setting, Mary. I know. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I probably should. I do. I do do really well at setting goals and achieving right. them. You know, that's yeah. that's just who I am. And that's what great. I'm, oh, my gosh. We have hijacked your entire podcast. Yes. I'm sorry. Mary, I know. And uh, we're 20 minutes in. I, I know. <laughs> I know. But it's been so much fun. So it, it doesn't really fun. matter. You know, that's all that really matters. I agree. Okay, so let me ask you another question then. I'm going to ask you both. And whoever wants to answer first can. But I want to know what you're most passionate about. Oh, that's such a good one. Do you have an answer right away? Uh, I obviously I I can answer okay, right ahead. away. Um, I so I am most passionate about helping kids. Um, now whether that's helping them through coaching and then teaching them directly, um, whether it's through helping their teachers, um, whether it's about being passionate about my own kids, um, for whatever reason, like that's just. So I was, I was one of those kids who, you know, Jamie Cassip says all the time, like education disrupts poverty. Right. And I don't come from a family of any like means or money or connectivity whatsoever. And education was really a vehicle for upward mobility for me. And so like, I'm passionate about making sure there's equity of opportunity for all kids around access to high quality education. Cause I, I am still a believer in that as a vehicle. Um, and so that's, that's my passion. That's, that's what drives me. I know I'm supposed to say like, I'm passionate about my wife and my marriage, but you know that, right? Yeah. I was going to say, I'm not going to say that. You weren't going to say me. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I don't know if we were supposed to, I don't know. Mary didn't give us any parameters. I don't know. Okay. No, Um, no, I was, I I was thinking professionally as well. Obviously I, you know, like the stock answer is your marriage and your family, which is true for us. Um, and for myself, I'll speak. However, I have two because I'm just an out of the box thinker, Mary. So I just never answer in the parameters. Sorry about that. But I am, I'm most passionate, like truly at the end of the day about just, um, being a learner, (laughs) Mm. which is so cheesy, but I just love, love, love brilliant minds. Um, and how, you know, I always tease, like, I like to be the dumbest person in the room because I really just like finding why people think the way they think. I love learning about, you know, other people's thought processes and why they think that and their opinions and their, you know, I just, I like the sharpening of minds in terms of that. So like, that was really sort of like my deep answer. And then I love people. I love people. I love interacting with people. I love, you know, primarily kids in education, but people in general, like I love figuring out, and this leads into the minds piece, which is like, why do you think like that? Tell me your experience. Tell me how you grew up. Tell me why you are, you know, thinking that way or what informed that or whatever those decisions are. I love, I love figuring that about, about people of, 
all races, all cultures across the world, all the time throughout history. Like I just, I can't get enough. Um, I'm just really passionate about that. So, I, so for me, I just, I, I like the nonstop um, interacting of, of just being able to, to go into people's thought processes and delving into that throughout all the time. And I love that. Um, so that's mine. Do you like change, Molly? Um, I actually have a, a tricky time with change, even though I feel like I handle it well, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> How are, do you like change? I love change, man. I okay. thrive on change. Okay. Yeah. I don't like the change we're in right now. Honestly. I don't either. Yeah. 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 But I, I used I to like it better. I, I used to be better when I was single and a little more <laughs> detached whoa, whoa, whoa. from change. <laughs> Perhaps Molly yeah. wants to rephrase where she said, I was better when I was single. I was better at change, <laughs> specifically when I was responsible for myself solely. Now yeah. that okay, I am so responsible Weston, for others. Yeah. 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 Don't push that. And let me tell you why. <laughs> okay. If you want her to be good with change now, she's going to get bored with you, honey, and be looking for some change. So. You, know, you, know, that's, you know, that's true. I that's, know. That is, that is true. Yeah. Quite, Quite frankly, I can't believe it hasn't already happened. Yeah. So hope, hopefully, this this podcast isn't the the, the springboard for that. Not at all. Oh In gosh, fairness, Mary, so bad. He, oh, he throws please. he throws a lot of change at me on the day to day. Like I'm last sure year, he when he was like, "Let's write a book," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> yep. <laughs> so yeah, I I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Molly, yeah. did he tell you how our first conversation, what our first conversation was? Not no, at all. Please tell me. How do I not know this? Weston, do you remember? Uh, begin it and, and I'll jump in. Okay. So we were standing in line at, at one of the events we were speaking at for lunch. Okay. And he says, I'm from Colorado. Yep. And so where now, now knowing Mary for the short time that you've known her, Molly, where do you imagine she went immediately uh, with that piece of information? Simply I'm from Colorado. She, some, some place derogatory. I'm just going to guess. Uh, oh, in terms of, oh, yeah. Did she say, did you smoke pot? That's exactly what I said. You smoke okay, pot. how funny. Yes. <laughs> yes. Are you high or something? Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, yeah. so, you know, I just had to know. Because yes. it's legal there. And it so it's is. like, well, do teachers smoke pot in, in Colorado if it's legal? Wow. Yeah, she she really did ask me a lot yeah. of marijuana-based questions yeah. really quickly into our meeting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which made me knew. No, like know. it made yeah. me know, like, yeah. oh, I like her. Yeah, I love it. I love I'm it. Just curious because, if yes, we, you know, I let my you're a learner, husband, it, it was like he was a junkie. He, I mean, honest to God, he was a junkie. Yeah. And so I thought, and and that was a big part of well, that and the abuse between him and I was a big yeah. part of the reason that we're no longer married. But sure. the, the I wondered if, like, in states where marijuana is legal, do teachers actually are they allowed to smoke pot and then come to work i don't know I, I don't. that's such a i mean that's really naive i i would hope not we're, i feel like they're being drug tested i hope they are such, but i don't know we're, we're such very terrible naive. people to ask this question to because <laughs> we're i mean we're not we're not marijuana users like we should ask more if of you, our friends if you want to yeah. ask us questions about uh wine and bourbon mary sure. like we will <laughs> Uh, that's, we are your people. That's really our area of expertise. <laughs> we are your people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, that doesn't that 
that's I know. I know. Sorry. Here's the thing about drinking, though, is is everybody that's not everybody knows that's not acceptable. But I did have right. a teacher that was my co-teach. She came in as a co-teach like for an hour a day when I had this certain group of kids. And but she would go out to her car before and she would smoke pot and then she'd come in and be all like. And so I finally just told her, you know, don't come back. Don't yeah. come back Goodness. into my room. Yeah. Because you're not you're not being effective. You reek as all get out. Right. And I don't want to be around you. And neither sure. do, I don't want my kids around you either. So right. don't come back. And so I just did it the rest of the year by myself. Yeah. Because you know? yeah. I didn't feel like it was my place to go and tattle on her. That's sure. not who I am. I mean, right. honestly, I got in yes. trouble enough. Yeah. But yeah. it was like, no, that that's not my place to say. But I also didn't want my kids around it. And I didn't want right. to be around it myself. So sure. yeah. yeah, I know in Texas, it's not legal. Right. And so, and just like you wouldn't drink and come to school, I would hope that just because it's legal does not mean that you're going to be, that you're able. It is weird. Exactly. It is a weird slippery slope. That was my first thought. My first thought was like, I don't know if people are doing that, but I hope if you feel like I have to get high before I go do my job, maybe you should get a different job. Yeah. Especially when it's one that involves children. Yeah. Right. And not being responsible for them. Yeah. I just, I think it's more concerned about like, no one's making judgments on you, but I don't know how you're fully capable to sort of lead or form a group of young minds when yours isn't really clear tip top or completely clear or, you know, as sharp as it needs to be, to be able to, to lead, you know, or manage or be a role model for any of that. So it seems like that's an obvious no brainer. Yeah, but, but I wasn't talking not. about that recreational use. I was talking about those people that are medically prescribed. Sure. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Like, yes. Like, I, yeah. I, to be perfectly honest, when I was in teaching, I took Zoloft, man. It was yeah. like, it kept me from slitting people's throats because, <laughs> you know, I, I just got, I didn't have the patience to deal with stupid. I have a hard sure. time. And it's sure. not kids that were, that I felt never like stupid. No, nope. it was the adults. It was like, yeah. Why yeah. aren't you doing what you know is the next right thing? Right. Why? I mean, you're doing something that's wrong. That's just right. not good for kids or your peers or. Right. The, the title of Mary's next book will be No Patience for Stupid. I know. New York Genius. Times bestseller. I should maybe edit yeah. that out. Because that's yeah. really yeah. good. <laughs> no, leave it in. Leave, leave it in whatever in. you want. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay, so yeah, I don't know, and you know, y'all, y'all have this uncanny ability to make people be perfectly honest, and that's frightening. Good, <laughs> good, <laughs> good. I like it. Otherwise, everything else is just you know Other- periphery and noise, Mary. Life's too true. short to not just otherwise, put it all out there. Yeah, otherwise, we're just talking about the weather, and who's interested in that? No Probably. one. What no a waste one. of time! Like, right? let's just get yeah. to it. Come on, yeah. Okay, so let me let me finish up with this one because we're already okay. at thirty minutes. All right, so okay. is there a is there a question that you wanted me to ask you that you thought you really had a great answer for before I ask you another question? That's oh really fun. Oh my word! Why did we get married? No, no. that's there not you go. the question, Mary. Wait. <laughs> no, well, I no. gotta tell you though, Molly Weston is—he's pretty easy to look at. He is. 
You know yeah, what? Yeah. You tell know, me, tell me he more, is Mary. good for the eyes. There he is. <laughs> There's a reason his picture is on his first book and why it is on the second. As well. uh, for the for the record, I fought against that. That was I the know. publishers. I know. I know. Sorry. Put that in there. That's true. I yeah. laughed when you said that you, that was going to happen. And I was like, well, marketing. Um, he <laughs> is. Yeah, that's the answer. That's marketing. Yeah. Truth, Mary. Truth. We don't have time for anything else. Um, I do. It is really nice. It's funny. I'm saying that in jest, but really he is, is he's in on the eyes. But the reason I married him is because he's got such a good brain to yeah. my previous, you know, kryptonite of the world. It's just like he, that face is nice, but really what keeps it going day in and day out is his, that good brain of his, that just keeps me on my toes. And I love, you know, I'm a sucker for a good mind and he's got a great one and I love it. So, um, I mean, that's what sold me uh, at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah, you that's know? that's with my husband too. I love Good. looking at him. And first time I saw him, I remember thinking, "This is the most handsome man I've ever seen in my entire love life." Love that. I have to make him mine. And uh, so I worked for like five years to make him mine. There and you go. And then when I it was, and then when I got to know him, it's like, holy cow, he's smart. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I mean, yeah. I can have a conversation. Yeah, yeah, it's and nice. Some deep thinking. It is nice. It's nice for someone to, you know, sharpen, sharpen your brain a little bit. And this guy does. Yeah. And vice and versa. Makes me laugh. Uh, there you go. The one, two punch. Me too. I love right? it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. Okay. What do you actually want to ask us? Not that you, <laughs> not that your <laughs> listeners really are riveted by any of that. I know. Okay. So what do you guys want people to say when they hear your name? Oh, oh. man, that's such a good one. Um, yeah, well, it's it's really the legacy you want to leave behind. You know, right. what is it that you want when they say Molly, Molly Kieschnick, or when yeah. they say Weston Kieschnick, mm-hmm. what is it that you want people to go the very next thing be that they say? I, I'll, I'll go with then. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I hope that people say there are two people who really love each other. Mm-hmm. And really love the hell out of their children. And in their wake, um, did their best to sort of leave people a little bit better off than when they showed up. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that would be ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my hope. Nice. That's a good one. I, I, mine's a little bit different in, in terms of like, I hope people say that's there's two people I, I guess I don't know if we're supposed to say it for the both of us or, or for individually but I don't know but um just you know there's a man and a woman who know who they are and they're very authentic and they're speaking truth and they're not afraid to say what's true and to put it out into, out into the world but in a way that is uplifting and positive so that it can be received and also so it can be for the better of other people as well. You know, like yeah. I just continuing to speak truth in education or in whatever format, you know, we see to be able to, to put that out there. So, and to raise good kids, which yeah. is really difficult to do <laughs> in this day and age, but we're working really hard at it. So we'll see. Yeah. You know? what, what, hard. What's, yeah. what's your answer, Mary? Yeah. On what I want to leave behind. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, what I want people to say about me was that um, I loved and l- I loved other people. 
That's that's all I really want. I mean, my mission in life is, and what I'm most passionate about is helping people become better versions of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter what your calling is. I don't care if you are the custodian at the school or if you are the principal. Right. I think everybody has the same value. And Mm -hmm. I just want you to become the best version of yourself that you can possibly be. That's great. Agreed. That, yeah, that's what agreed. I look for. You know, I, I look to help people become the best that they can be. I, I want to be surrounded by excellence. And the only way I can surround myself with excellence is to help other people become excellent themselves. Absolutely. Yep. So anyway, that's mine. I, I love, love it. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So guys, tell me how can... Let's go with Molly first. Molly, how can people get in touch with you if they would like to hear more about your instructional strategies or your positive culture, speaking, coaching, trainings? How can they get in touch with you? Um, Just email. We, the Teaching Keating, the website, the podcast. Okay. um, If they just go to the website um, or listen to the podcast, they can post anywhere there and we will get back to them. Okay. Consistently. And by we, I mean me. Yeah. (laughs) I have more time. I have more time. Yeah. Yeah. So Molly, Molly and I are, are so funny because, uh, you know, educational technology is really my area of expertise. It is. And it's funny because I married a person who is not interested in a lot of technology. It's so, not that. Yeah. Let me just say this caveat. I actually just like face to face better. I understand. Like I have a Twitter account. I have a Facebook account. I have all of those things. But the best way to get in touch with me is just go directly to the podcast and then I'll just email you back. Just because that I like I like the directness of that, Mary. Anyway, caveat side. I have all those things. It's just not as easy for me. <laughs> I'd rather just email me and I'll get back to you. Right. I yeah. Got it. I got yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Weston, what for about you? Yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Wes underscore Kieschnick. Find me on Instagram. Find me on LinkedIn. Find me on Facebook. Find me at CoachWeston.com. Uh, any of those places. As I'm saying it, Mary, Molly's giving me the hand motion of like, <laughs> get on with it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can find me at any of those places. And those are places I visit frequently and yes, use all the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. All yes. right. Sounds perfect. Y'all, thank you so much. Well, is there anything thank you, you Mary. before we leave? No, just that we're so grateful, Mary. We, yeah. I just, I think you're the best. Yeah. Um, so grateful for the invite and for having us on. And it's been such a treat. I'm sorry we hijacked your podcast. <laughs> but, uh, but selfishly, selfishly, I really, really enjoyed the conversation. Absolutely. I did too, man. That was fun. That yeah, keep doing time. all the great work you're doing, Mary. Love it. Just thank so happy you. for you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, folks, you heard it here. Molly and Weston Kieschnick, authors of Bold School and Breaking Bold. Remember to look for it on Amazon. You can pre-order it now. Um, if you want training, coaching, speaking, um, consulting, get in touch with Molly or Molly through the teaching Keating podcast. And remember, download their podcast if you haven't done so already. It's called Teaching Keating. Download that podcast. You can get in touch with Molly if you wanted more information about instructional strategies or positive culture or just getting in touch with her. Or you can go and get in touch with uh, Weston. I will have everything on the uh, website page for the show notes. So if you want more information, just see us there. Molly, Weston, thank you so much. I appreciate you joining me today. Thank you, Mary. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Be well. All right. Thank you. Stay healthy. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. All righty. Bye. Oh, thank you.